Let's just start this. You are allowed to give blood now as a former British resident. Yeah, so they've let you in the last few years. Also, I have the blood that is, uh, it's not the special blood, it's just the, the normal blood. All ah, right. Uh, so You're a special, Neve. <laughs> oh, yeah, I always thought I would be, but I'm not. I'm just the absolutely average blood type. My, bro- for me, my brother has that blood that he can give it to, it can go to anybody. I think I'm like O positive or something. I'm just whatever the bog standard blood is. Yeah. It's not even blue. I thought it'd be something <laughs> cool. It's not. I don't even know what kind of blood I, I, I have. Because like, as I say, I'm not allowed to give blood. Although I do ads for the blood transfusion service. So there you go. You do. Do you do a guaranteed Irish ad? Sorry, that was my computer. I hope it didn't come across. So look out for it. What ad are you talking about? <laughs> I thought that was you. Yes. Oh, wow. Because I heard I was like, there's something funny about the guy doing that ad. <laughs> there's something I know. Of course, all my stories have now disappeared because I had to reboot the computer. Um, sorry, I'll just get that back. I think you should. I got. Um, da, 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 da. Sorry, it'll take me one sec because I've got one up. Okay, I'll tell you what. You you work away on that. For people who've just joined us, and we're probably we're only about thirty seconds in, um, the Neve's computer didn't work when we tried to join in, and as she's in the witness protection program and not allowed to come into the studio, um, we had to go through a process. Then the MacBook Pro, which she has because she's very posh <laughs> and very expensive, uh, did an update, and now she's lost all her stories. It doesn't That's really great. matter because it doesn't matter whether we have stories or not. That's great. Well, I got the MacBook Pro because I was planning on getting a job as someone who would be paid to edit radio. And because, well, I don't know, because I bought the computer, but as an act of faith, I bought the computer. And then the job kind of just followed and I got exactly the job that I bought the computer for. So there can, you go. Can I just like, say, we, we, do, we do an awful lot of editing here and there's not one MacBook Pro among us. Well, I just wanted the one with the really big screen because... Uh, I know it sounds silly, but when my my eyesight actually isn't the best. I just like to read off the biggest screen possible. Yep, I'm a fan of a big screen. Yeah, so I went for the old um, the old Whopper uh, computer. And so at the time, what like, what size is your is your screen? Well, it's 15 inches. That's so a normal that's a normal laptop screen. It's not it's not it's a giant MacBook because they like to rip you off. Giant but MacBook. it's a normal it's a normal laptop screen. Yeah, I wasn't going for the 13, because I went for the 13 the last time. So l- let me ask you a question. Why didn't you yes. just go and get a 17-inch or 18-inch laptop? Because I am an absolute sucker for Apple. Mm. I, I have everything Apple. And you know when you've got one thing, and then you've got the other thing, and then you're just suddenly you're on Team Apple and then changing it? I just don't like the... I don't like the interface of anything else. I don't understand it. And you see, I, I love their business model, right? Because yeah, if, so if you have one, you have to have everything. And that's why I won't buy even one. Um, I think you should stick with what you've got. Yeah, no, I, I refuse. because Mainly because I know if I get one, I'm addictive personality. I'll have to have a MacBook Pro. I'll have to have the, the, everything to do with <laughs> Apple. And go, even going back when they were doing the, the iPod thing for your, um, for your MP3s, I went with Creative, mainly because... Uh, my my view was the guys who who are from Creative Labs. What do they do for a living? They make speakers and things. Uh, what do the uh, Apple guys do? They make computers. Who's most likely to have a better MP3 player? The guys who make the speakers and things. I just thought it the didn't iPod look as pretty so though. Cool, yeah. It just looked so slick. Yep. It was great. I remember my friend had one of the first ones ever, and everyone was like, "What is this?" He said, "It holds a hundred songs." Wow. 
the brick and it was just everyone was like oh my god you know we have some um, on, on the way into the office here you know the the, the have you even seen the, uh, the the display cabinet just in the little hallway it's yes. full of phones it, there's a there's yes. a, an ipod in there as well oh <laughs> I loved my iPod. Mm, there you I, go. I, yeah, I liked when you could listen to music without people ringing you. I have my <laughs> stories back. I finally um, okay. everything is everything is back. This okay. Is good. I am prepared. It's so annoying because today I actually was prepared. And then what happened? Like I was early. Oh, you were on time computer, as well. Yeah. Yeah, my computer just wouldn't let me. Wouldn't let you hear me. I could hear you, but mm-hmm. you couldn't hear or see me. Um, and it's no use if I can't hear you. That's true. I just took a drink of water. I know. That's why that, that was that was the delay there, but I'll tighten delay. it up when you get it. <clears throat> Kevin was on, by the way, uh, just saying, well, firstly, can I say Mel sent in a, a story about miniature whiskey bottles that went for auction, which I saw myself yesterday, actually. But I'd already oh. I'd already done my research at that stage. <laughs> well, same as yourself. And I said, oh, research already done. She came back and said, ah, yeah, you've probably got it all highlighted as well, have you? <laughs> Sorry, I just coughed she wasn't and wrong. laughed at the same time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and Kevin has been on to suggest that we talk about Ellen Keane winning at the Paralympics. It's not on my list, but good luck to her. I'm well done to her. Did you see it? I didn't. I missed everything because I live in La La Land at the moment. And <laughs> yes, her house has been done. Uh, house, it, uh, yeah, there's, there's, you just kind of shuffling between any anyone who let us stay in their house at the moment. It, it <laughs> was, it was absolutely brilliant, and she was so cool after it. And everyone was saying you're really, really cool. And I just saw her on Twitter afterwards saying, "Okay, I've come down now. I'm actually in a coffee shop, and I'm having a little cry." Oh, <laughs> yeah, good for her. Anyway, lovely. That was us- a great thing. I you missed everything this week because I was shuffling between houses. Okay, with well, the dog. that's yeah. it, and with, with the with the mafia trying to find you at one of them. They will never find me. No, no matter how many podcasts they listen to. Yeah, they will never get me. There's always a clue, though. You always leave them a little clue. Or is it a decoy? Ah, nobody knows. Nobody, nobody does knows. know. Okay, no. we'll we'll say nothing. <laughs> we won't say what part of leafy Dublin you're in. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> do you want do you want to do the do the do the bit the the intro? Hello and welcome to Look at Real Listen to all Radioheads going through six subjects in about 30 minutes with their opinions and stories thrown in. Bear in mind, we don't know what each other's subjects are. You're welcome to contribute. Look at at uniquemedia.ie or tweet Look at Podcast on Twitter. That's the business end out of the way. You've got loads of stories you tell me. Are some good I ones as well, three. by the way. I have three. Now, my current, current affairs story yeah. is, I think it would probably only class be classed as current affairs on our podcast. Okay. However... <laughs> It came from the mirror, which is a newspaper. Yeah. Therefore, <laughs> it is a current affairs piece. Okay, there's a couple of things there. I suppose the mirror could be classified as a newspaper. Um, <laughs> and, and this probably could be classified as current affairs. Go ahead. The reason I did this is because I do like to talk about my passions on this it's, podcast. Is this death um, or ghosts or something? This is dishwashers. Okay, I wasn't aware. I, I know you a long time. I wasn't aware of your passion for dishwashers. Uh, more specifically, the correct stacking of the dishwasher. I can understand where you're coming from, knowing your personality. I have a way of doing it, and it makes sense. <laughs> can I it just ask a question before yes. we start this? Did you have to train Dave to do that as well? Yeah, but he's untrainable. He's like a wild beast. Oh, okay. He's tra- trained in one day, and then the next day, you see all the, the filthy, dirty dishes back in, backwards and forwards, and it just looks like a mouth that really needs a good pair of braces after he does it. It just looks kind of <laughs> all over the place, and I just want to help him help himself. Of course. And he needs to 
convert to the Church of Neves dishwasher stacking. But will not. it's taken me six years and I've made absolutely no progress. The only progress I've made is that he knows when it's not right. He's not going to do anything about it. Okay. But it doesn't make sense if it's all diagonal and crossways. And uh, a woman sparks fierce debate after sharing partner's method of loading dishwasher. I saw this story and I thought, oh my God, I relate to this so hard. A woman says she can't take this anymore after sharing a picture of the way her partner loads the dishwasher. And others have said the image makes them feel physically sick. The image also makes me feel physically sick. <laughs> Angry Brits and me have demanded <laughs> that loading a dishwasher should be introduced in the national school curriculum after one woman shared her partner's efforts, which have been compared to a crime scene, which I agree. I have been saying, and I have said it before, that we probably need to share some video of you. Doing, you are passionate about this. <laughs> it's awful. I mean, I can see some pots in there that probably aren't even meant to be put in. They're just horrific. This woman has no idea what she's doing. Absolutely no idea. So the image shows, it says, two large pots stacked on top of a frying pan with a bowl wedged into the corner yeah, like and a water bottle placed into the available gap with two plates burying the cutlery holder. There's a reason there are sections. <laughs> it's dividing opinion. And this is a really good way. Actually, if I'm going to make friends with someone, I'm going to show them this picture. And if, they, if they're if they okay with this picture, I won't be their friend. Okay. It's just, it's good to just cut that off early. Like, no offense, but we're just, we're not meant to be together. Some people don't see a problem. But some people, you know, like licorice. So there you go. No, I, don't like, I don't like licorice. Good. And that's why we're friends. <laughs> And someone says that's not so much stacking as it is throwing <laughs> dishes at a dishwasher from across the room. Uh. I think this person would have done better to throw the dishes at the dishwasher than do what they did. Yeah, second said, you know, it makes me feel physically sick. I feel physically sick looking at it. In every marriage, someone who sympathizes with the frustration says, dishwasher loading. There's one person who can and one person who can't. And if you're not sure which one you are, then you can't. <laughs> Every home needs a dishwasher monitor. I am ours, says this person on Twitter. You are God yours. knows what they do without me. I am, yeah, now I am, like I take it to the extreme because I take a lot of pride. And, and I actually, I rinse stuff off before it goes in. Oh, yeah. the, you know, the caked on stuff is not going to harden. But um, if you are someone who, yes, doesn't see a problem with this, you are probably not going to be on my Christmas card list. But it's okay because there are different strokes for different folks. Just keep your strokes away from my dishwasher. And you're very passionate about this subject, I can see. And that's why it made the podcast, despite it being dodgy current affairs. Well, I accept, it, I accept, I accept that it's current affairs. Thank you. Some of the <laughs> listeners may have different may have different views, but that is current affairs. I, it, it's, it's not often I see you get as passionate as that. Well, it is important. Like I knew what I was marrying. <laughs> yes. I knew, like I knew what I was accepting into my life, and I accept it. But I don't have to like it. Yeah, that's fair enough. I'm surprised poor Dave hasn't been trained at this stage. He had. That's the thing. He's been through the program at yeah. least three times, the full program, and refuses to be broken. He's, he's very. Just, he's very easygoing, is Dave, isn't he? He's very easygoing. Yeah. Sure, once they're in there at all, they're good. Like he's a good cleaner and everything, but he's just a a very. Um, it's just a very. I mean, subpar dishwasher stacker. Okay. And I don't think. I don't think he'd be offended if I said that. Because I think you think it was stupid. And if you think it's stupid, you're just not taking it seriously enough. Okay. Serious stuff. It is serious stuff. I think we'd better leave it there. Otherwise, we can spend the next 20 minutes just going through dishwasher stuff. 
Oh yeah, no, my next two stories are the same story. I'm just going to come back to this story. Oh, very good. I'm happy to hear it. Good, yes, because I'm, I'm quite particular about this. Oh, what no. is your... No, what is you're your... not. <laughs> uh, listen, <clears throat> um, are you familiar with Pi? Pi, the mathematical yes. number jobby. I remember it. I don't think we were ever very close friends. Okay. <laughs> 1.37. I don't know. I have no idea. Blah, 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 blah. What is 3.14159. I knew that at one point to like seven decimal points, I think, when yes, I was like 14. Yes, and hang on for a second. It was 22 over seven. Swiss researchers have spent 108 days calculating pi to a new record accuracy of 62.8 trillion digits. And you'd have to ask why. That's a very good question. They beat the previous world record of 50 trillion. Um, and was calculated three times, 3.5 times as quickly. Um, pi is the mathematical constant defined as the ratio between a circle circumference and its diameter. Um, amateur mathematician William, I love this one, William Shanks, for example, calculated pi by hand to 707 figures in 1873 and died believing so. But decades later, it was discovered he'd made a mistake at the 528th decimal place. What an Egypt. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> William at least he died before. <laughs> Who do you think you are? At least he died before he realised that his life's work was inaccurate. Exactly. It is important, though, because um, somebody said that, that the US also almost did away with fussy strings of decimals altogether. Hang on, I did have a thing here which told me what it was useful for, but I think I've, I've gotten rid of it. But it is it is quite useful in lots and lots of different things. Having said that, I don't believe I've ever used it since school, which leads me on to theorems. Do you remember any theorems that you learned in oh school? God, the theorems were the one thing that I could hold on to at the time because I'm not naturally mathematically brilliant. Right. And the theorems were the one thing that you could learn. And I'm, I'm actually good at learning and spitting things back out again. Yeah. So it was it was my guarantee that I was going to do OK because I could spit out a theorem. So that was the only, because I didn't have to use my brain. I just had to use my kind of memory, recall skills. I didn't have to kind of get creative. So do I remember theorems? I don't know. X plus Y equals Z. I can't remember any. I can't remember a single theorem. I'm not saying they're not not useful if you want to go into into science or whatever, but God almighty, I've never used a theorem. I I mean, I, I did like maths. I was good at that kind of thing, but I couldn't remember theorems. I actually had this discussion with somebody yesterday about the nonsense that we learned in school that is irrelevant to our lives. And we were thinking, why would you not learn really important life skills like dishwashing, how to do the dishwasher, dishwasher loading? We were also suggesting uh, driving that you would come out with good, good driving abilities, Uh, how to manage your money. I've probably said this before. I'm actually really passionate about this, how to feed yourself and how to look after yourself physically, like working out like the importance of exercise and moving and all that. And we were talking about, should you have a class about how to pick a partner? Because that is probably one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Don't know whether you can do a class about that or not, you know? I know you'd have to do some kind of self-esteem class or something. <laughs> I don't know, there has to be some way to help people make that really important. I don't think you can decision. do that with pi. Oh, I just found it here. It's also, it's crucial to something in mathematics called Fourier transforms. When you're playing an MP3 file or watching a Blu-ray media, it's using Fourier transforms all the time to compress the data. 
this uses pi specifically. So this uses pi specifically. But they don't, is, they don't need to go to that many, many digits. They only need to go to like seven or eight. This is why I'm glad that there are people who love maths in the world because they can make all kinds of things work for me. That oh, I exactly. Because I can make a pretty good apple pie. Oh, yeah. And I like a key lime pie and a banoffee, which is a pie. I don't know. Banoffee. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. don't know, actually. Like a rhubarb crumble. Oh, so yeah. this is why I'm really glad that the mathematicians and scientists and everybody's out there making vaccines. And I'm here making rhubarb crumble. And stacking dishwashers correctly. Correctly, yes. But uh, six trillion figures. Is there a benefit of having six trillion digits after the decimal point? No, not at all. It's just, it's like, it's like a bunch of maths nerds trying to impress other maths nerds. Like me getting together with all my dishwasher friendly friends. Yes, exactly. Just sharing pictures of our of our handiwork. Yeah. Yeah, and I get it. I get it. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do it, but I leave that to others. I'm just impressed that we both remembered what pie was. I couldn't remember a single thing about it other than (laughs) how to draw it because I used to like drawings. I used to love making my maths sums look really nice so I was like if, if they have at least decent presentation I have I have something going for me how did you do in maths as a matter of interest junior cert I found easy because you could learn sort of the formula mm-hmm. off leaving cert I found tough because there was this C section C section there was a <laughs> section C <laughs> That was a different class. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> but there was a, this part A, B, and C, back when I did the junior or the leaving cert anyway, and A was like the easy bit, or B, you had to remember a theorem or something, but C, you had to use your mathematical prowess, which I didn't have very much of. So, um, oh, yeah, this was a tough one. I admire I, your memory. I worked so freaking hard, though. To, <laughs> yes. I would not be defeated by that subject. Yes. But I'm so glad I never had to use any of it ever again. And I don't even have to add anymore because I have an iPhone. Exactly. Yes. It's wonderful. It is. Well, that's something else I won't get into with kids now. They don't know how to add in their head. That's a bit worrying. That's good for... I believe kids should have to learn poetry and they should have to learn all that kind of stuff to get their their brains going. How does poetry get get your brain going? I'm sure that it creates some kind of connection and converts grey mass into something... I feel like it's really good for you to learn to memorize things, and it must it must be really good for your brain. Oh, maybe maybe memorizing it, but poetry itself. Poetry itself, opening up the creative spheres. I don't know. You're not really. I can see from your face that you're a massive, massive poetry fan. Not a poetry fan in the slightest. And as for yes. the stuff that doesn't yes. rhyme, that's not bloody poems. <laughs> Tell Seamus Heaney that. Yeah. <laughs> poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love a bit of poetry, mm. um, but my mom loves poetry growing up. So we had a, we were just surrounded by a ton of poetry. So I um, was very lucky in that way. I always loved it. Mm. Don't get me started on Shakespeare. Listen, let's go into culture. What have you got? So I'm kind of going back down to lockdown culture because during lockdown we were all experimenting in our kitchens and making banana bread, and some of us were fermenting. And I know we've talked about fermenting before in the podcast, and this is from my favorite website of all time, BBC Good Food. Uh, it is the health benefits of fermenting, as inspired by my aunt, who made kombucha, which is like a fermented tea drink, which I love to make. And my aunt didn't know that you had to put muslin on top of it and not close the jar, because when you close the jar, as she discovered the hard way, it, exploded. it ferments, it completely exploded yeah. and destroyed everything in the kitchen. 
So my aunt exploded her kombucha, so it did not help her gut. Well, that's chemistry. In any way. <laughs> so fermented foods, really good for you. I actually am one of the only Irish people I know who grew up on fermented foods quite a bit. So I don't know how... Yeah, but you were, you were, you were living abroad in your, in your fancy witness protection program house. And my mama used to bake kombucha and all those kind of things because mm. she was into yoga before anyone was into yoga. One of my favorite benefits is a ton of benefits, potentially, from having all your fermented food and your healthy bacteria. But one of them is mood and behavior. Uh, the, I know you've talked about this before from your BBC podcast, uh, which was really good. Michael, oh, yeah. yeah. Michael Mosley. Yes. Michael Mosley's name. I always forget. He's brilliant. Um, so the BBC Good Food website says gut and brain are linked through a big, long word. The hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, which is uh, not a great baby name, but an interesting thing to know for a table quiz. Yes. Technically called the enteric nervous system, the gut is lined with neurons that can influence our emotions and feelings. Serotonin is a neurotransmitter involved in mood, and it's made in the gut, which I didn't know. Hmm. And research suggests that as probiotic bacteria continue to contribute to your healthy gut, you will have a healthier mind. And things that you that I love that you can have that have tons of sort of fermented foods that you can have or make kefir, which I love, sauerkraut, which I'm on the fence about, miso, which I would eat every single day, except when you get, you know, you get those little portions of miso when you go to a sushi place. Yes. I wish you could order a huge, <laughs> I just want a big bowl of, I don't want a basin of miso. Uh, I just love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, kimchi lassi, one of my favorite things ever. It's made from soured milk. It's this great yogurt drink. Kombucha, don't close the lid. Yogurt and the breads, of course, everyone's on their sourdough, which I have never made, but I absolutely do not aspire to make it because it just looks like way more work than I can just buy it in the shop. Hmm. Well, one of, one of my favorite fermented foods is Heineken. <laughs> really good for mood enhancing. Yep, I'm telling you. <laughs> the rest of those things you mentioned, I'm not overly familiar with. I'm not with. really into no, that stuff. No, it yeah, doesn't, doesn't do it for me, you know. <laughs> and you'd be dead right. Yeah. Why would you want to give in? You've got this far. I have, and I'm hoping Go. to get a little bit further. Go and eat some pie. <laughs> I would. I'm, I'm trying to be good, but, uh, but I will. On your recommendation, I'll eat some pie. Good for your mathematical abilities. Yeah, so, so the culture of eating fermented foods is growing in Ireland, as is evidenced by the increase in things that are available to us. That's just and young people. There was no such thing as fermented foods in my day. Yeah, I remember my dad not knowing what broccoli was. It was a famous <laughs> story about him teaching in a school and telling kids it was broccoli. It was like spaghetti. It was like a lovely pasta. Yeah. Way back in the day. The broccoli. You wanted the broccoli. That's it, because my dad will never admit defeat. He'd rather invent, invent a reason a new pasta. than admit yeah, so that's what he thought it was. It's so yeah, didn't have broccoli apparently in the, Donegal. All we had, and actually I saw on Twitter during the week, the menu for, I think it was the Gresham Hotel in 1972. Did you see uh, that? Was there beef and chicken? No, I didn't see it. Um, there was, I'm trying to, what I do remember is the vegetables were peas. I think there were carrots. And, and it was fairly limited is all I'll say. Spuds? Oh, and lots of them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and there, was, there could have been a bit of chicken. Um, mm. <clears throat> I can't remember, but, but I just remember looking at it and thinking, "Yep, I kind of remember." Now that I would was, would have been very young at that stage, but I remember um, I remember Ireland in those in those days when peas were exotic. <laughs> Beef, chicken, or salmon? That was it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, probably not salmon. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, a lot of fish as a kid, actually, and but but not salmon. Okay. A tin of salmon. Gross. As much as I love salmon, it must not be from a tin. I haven't had it in a long time, I have to admit, but um, yeah, you know. I had it in a desperate move recently when it was delivered to our house by mistake in a click and collect situation. Oh, you got salmon. Tin salmon. And in a tin salmon. It was supposed to get tuna, but salmon arrived and it had bits and like weird bits, yolks and stuff in it. It was, no. Well, not your thing. Not my thing. I ate it because it was here. And okay. I ate anything that stays still long enough, but <laughs> it was not for me. Okay. Not for me. And normal salmon, you're a friend. Or you're, you're, normal. A, you're a fan. Wild salmon. My dad fishes. Oh, wild very good. Salmon. So we don't get it often, but the couple of times a year we do get it. I would say that's amazing. fantastic. I tried some some Alaskan wild salmon, and they had it in uh, fishmongers, and it was it was much more red than it's much more red. Yeah, yeah, but I actually preferred the other one. It just it didn't seem to it didn't taste as as nice as the normal salmon that I get, which is presumably farmed. Just for what I it's understand. Worth. Uh, we come from a fishing background, and yes. therefore we do not eat farmed fish. Oh well, it's just we're, we're old school. I would say though, you, if 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 uh, you know if your dad is getting it, where's he? Where's he get it? Somewhere in Ireland, presumably. Yeah, he goes fishing in Connemara, and yeah. the odd time because there's very few salmon. Yeah, the odd time you'll be able to get a salmon. Although this year they're all catch and release. They're, it's called CPR, catch photo release. Ah, you like get a click and then um, let it go. And you have to let it go, and then you get some kind of salmon delivered to you. At the end of the fishing season or something. Oh. Some kind of replacement wild salmon. Oh, fair enough. I don't know. There's some kind of deal anyway to yeah. try and save the salmon. And... Nope. I'm sure that the Irish salmon will be quite different to the Alaskan um, It wild. is. Yeah. And I it just... is absolutely delicious. Mm-hmm. Dep- you can taste how long it's been in the river for as well. It might taste boggy or it might taste... Oh, very good. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, and no, it goes a different color. No, exactly what you're saying. Listen, we were talking. We're, we're, we're. I've only got four minutes left, so we were talking <laughs> about extending lives Oops. with, um, with fermented foods. Um, my culture piece, and I'm not sure how culturally it is. Um, how to defy the limits of age? There's ten oh, things. Oh, great! Ten things you can do, and you love a top ten. I love a top <clears> ten, <throat> especially one that's going to keep me young forever. Exactly. This is from National Geographic. Do you like that? I love it. Excellent. The fact now that I actually referenced something. Brilliant. And it was a great reference too. It made you sound real smart. See, I, uh, it was from National Geographic, which I was reading. No, I just found it on the internet. <laughs> you know, top 10 stuff for Neve, And this came up. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, well, you know, ready to defy the limits of age. Right. There, there's blue zone principles, right? For uh, these are five regions of the world where people are known to live healthier and longer lives than anywhere else in the world. Reaching the age of uh, 100 at a greater rate than anyone else living in Europe and North America. So these blue zones, and this is what people do. The first thing is move naturally. What does that entail? It means not doing your exercise in a gym, but doing what you're, you know, moving the way the body was intended to move naturally. Walking, gardening, playing, doing chores around the house. Oh, okay. I can do that. Exactly. I think I can too. Have a clear sense of purpose. It's called ikaji in Japanese culture. means you wake up in the morning with some kind of drive or motivating force. Yes, so, I can see how that's Something very you important. have to be passionate about, i.e. dishwashers. Dishwashers. Can't wait till we have enough dirty dishes to start stacking. Telling you. Um, manage stress. Okay, yes. High stress levels, they're going to kill you. Um, eat till you're 80% full. Oh, I'm going to fail miserably. Miserably. You I'm see, desperate. And I, I work on the principle of eating until you're 150% full. 
Yeah, just in case. Yeah. Because anyone else gets the food. Because you never you know. First. And you never you know, know where you're, you know, you don't know whether you're going to have dinner or breakfast the next. You know what I mean? You don't know. You don't know. You'd better be safe than sorry. Yeah, I wish I could do. Oh, that's something I need to work on. Yeah, same here. I don't like this one. Consume a plant-based diet. Yeah, I've I've gone through phases, but I have to say, I miss the old red meat, and I yeah. dream about it if I don't have it. So I wonder, is that my body's way of telling me maybe you should have some? I don't know. I think it probably is. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it does say you can just eat more green leafy vegetables and seasonal fruits and less processed convenience foods. Well, we'll it won't cover this, but at least it'll bet you it'll make you a little bit better. Drink in moderation. Okay, that's uh, fine. I can you're fine that with one. that. People who consume one to two glasses of alcohol per day with friends or food outlive both non-drinkers and heavy drinkers alike. Oh, that's disappointing. I'm going to have to start drinking. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Spoil- spoiler alert, you can't save up your weekly allotment and binge drink on the weekends. Um, no. <laughs> so that, that, that's me gone. Uh, be part of a community. They, they all, all these people belong to either faith-based community or not necessarily religion, but have a sense of belonging. Whether it's you know in a in a in a club or something, or or you know a feeling of community. Okay, I could do like a RuPaul's Drag Race fan club or a Yorkie yeah, club or something exactly, like that. Exactly, exactly. Um, put your family first. Got aging parents or grandparents? Keep them close by. Well, you do. I do. Yeah, yeah. I keep my friends close. Oh yeah, your enemies or family even closer. <laughs> <laughs> I love my family. My family are the best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Committing to a life partner, no pressure, right? Can also add up to three years to your life. So you got three that. years. I thought yeah. I'd get more out of him. Okay. <laughs> yes. Poor old right. Dave. Dave, uh, what it's done, what it's going to do is is take three years from Dave's life. Well, that's fair enough. But I thought I'd get more than three. Well, three years isn't I'm bad. Disappointed. Three years is better than no years. Exactly. Finally, it's nine rather than ten. Don't know. Maintaining a, f- a fulfilling social life by following the lead of the uh, Okinawans in Japan who create MOEs, groups of five friends committed to each other for life. We can benefit from having close social circles. And now the world is opening back up. We have more opportunities to go out and engage. Well, I have felt absolutely miserable being isolated from people for the last year and a half. And I am so surprised at how badly I took it. Because I thought I would be, if anyone was able for this, it would be me. I'm not able for it. Yeah, I think a little bit of social interaction is is very good. Even for you and me. It's good. Yeah. (laughs) Even for us, Al. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The final thing here it says is live long and prosper. (laughs) <laughs> are you familiar with that I am uh, that's the, the Trekkie thingy the, what, the Vulcan salute oh very the... good yeah <clears throat> well done Mr. Mr. Spock not Dr. Spock Dr. Spock wrote books on babies Mr. Spock yes. was the science officer on the Starship Enterprise and that's the difference that is the difference very popular in the 80s apparently um, Princess Diana was into the, the Spock baby situation Dr. Spock not Mr. Spock not Mr. Spock, because yeah. that would be a very different baby situation. I'm not overly familiar with Dr. Spock's work. Mr. Spock, on the other hand, on I'm the other very, hand. very familiar with his work. <laughs> um, I'm surprised that nothing was in that list about sugar, because that's one of my big downfalls in life. I freaking love sugar. It mm, doesn't say. No, it doesn't say anything about it at all. Okay, well, I'm going to quit tomorrow. Not, I think everything in moderation, and there's no chance you're quitting tomorrow, obviously. Yeah, no, there's absolutely no chance whatsoever. Yeah. Mm, more banana bread for you. Excellent. What more could you want? Um, we're not going to get to um, even. Hang on, we've we've done. We're not going to get to your your wild. No, job. we've we've talked a lot. Um, today. We exactly. <laughs> I think the dishwashers threw us. Yeah, but people needed to hear that. They did. But we need to like they need to be woken up to it. They need to be woken up to the truth. They need to understand the truth. 
And if there are others like me, we should start a club and live for forever. Yeah. With our community, our dishwasher-based community. That's it. Here, you're on the case. <laughs> I actually dislike unloading the dishwasher. I like loading it. Does Dave get that job? Yeah, that's exactly how I handle his <laughs> his inability to stack correctly. Oh, well, there you go. He can unload. So yes. we've, we've found a compromise. Yeah, well, yes. you know, that's what it's all about, me. I've got to pay for those three extra years that he's giving me. <laughs> exactly. Because I suck them from his <laughs> lifeless body. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and on that note, <laughs> we're out of time. Well, if you've been listening to all of that, I think God that you love should... you. <laughs> just tell us what you think. Ask Look at Podcast at uniquemedia.ie or you can tweet us. Uh, no. Hang on. Wait a second. <laughs> oh, professional to the end. Woo! At Look at Podcast on Twitter. Look it at uniquemedia.ie is the email. And That's it. you can get in touch and you can contribute your stories and you can tell us how you like your dishwasher stacked in the morning. And subscribe and leave a rating or review or on your podcast platform of choice. Um, and social media mail will look after it. Thanks, social media mail. Going to see her you tomorrow morning. You made an effort. Uh, you did? Oh, yes, actually, hang on. I had that down here. You, you, you tweeted during the week. We'll, we'll finish in a second. I did. You tweeted. I did tweet. Twice. I made an effort for you guys. Yeah, I even made a little video for you. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's what my dog was doing during the entire podcast. She's banging a box behind me. There's a lot of ways we can take that. <laughs> so if you see the video, it's very innocent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she wouldn't do it to a box. She does it to a special teddy. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> I didn't know girl dogs did that, actually, but she does. She's very avid. Well, let's, keep, let's keep it it's above all the about, It's all about staying active in natural ways. <laughs> Exactly, that's it. She's going to live forever. And Yorkies live long lives. Oh, they do. How long do they live? I met a 20-year-old Yorkie. I met a lot of 17-year-old Yorkies. Yeah. Like, Yorkies, they're livers. They live. Ah, right. Yes. Okay. Stevie's, Stevie's shooting for 25. Ah, very good. Yeah. Let's hope so. Right. <laughs> On that note, <clears throat> and with the extra Thank you piece for there that we, we'll leave in, <clears throat> we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. We listen. Produced by Unique Media.